Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 225. Power! 225. How are we doing, James? Johnny, I'm doing just fine. Uh, you know, it's a Monday, but it was a nice day. Uh, I had a fun weekend. The weather's turning. It's light out late. Things are going well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm tired. I have yeah. started a new role at work, and it requires me to actually do my job. Oh, and I don't care interesting. For that. And it makes me tired because I have to use my brain, and it's crazy. It's been unused yeah. for a year. <laughs> yeah, especially when you are off work, not doing work for a long period of time, and then you have to do work. It really is exhausting. It's like there's little people in my brain that are like, wait, no, we, we stopped doing this. Why <laughs> yeah, are we yeah, doing yeah. this again? We gave this up because it sucked. Yeah, Why we do we have to do, do this? Well, Johnny, I wish I had any sympathy for you, but I don't. Welcome back to hell, you stupid bitch. Well, we love that. Uh, speaking <laughs> of someone who doesn't have a job, do you want to introduce our guest? <laughs> I sure do. Ladies and, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I thought I was going to say something, but now I'm caught off guard <laughs> <laughs> from being aired out so heavily. Uh, from being directly thrown under the bus? Yeah. Directly thrown under the bus. Hey, Thanks for having me, boys. While I got you here, I'm actually kind of tired. You guys can take the rest of this episode. I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks for having me, buddy. You're, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm good. Um, still lacking employment. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has a job for our boy Joey, yeah, let, let him have it. Here, Give it to here, him. Here is, here's my CV in a nutshell. Uh, I don't want to do it, and I'll make it difficult the whole way. So, <laughs> Starting salary, $1 million minimum, and yeah. a $100,000 retaining fee to me. The best part about looking for a job is that the salary ranges that, that companies are providing right now are truly ludicrous. Like some Because some certain things are remote, they'll be like, all right, depending on where you live, we'll either pay you $60,000 or... Three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's it's also a way for them to get around the transparency laws that were passed because they're correct. pieces of shit. But it does open the door for me to ask for three hundred thousand dollars. So <laughs> yeah, but hey, if you didn't want to, if you didn't want me to ask for that price, don't Listen, put that price up. There. I know this is a junior copywriter position for which I'm overqualified, <laughs> and for that reason. I'm gonna need three hundred thousand dollars to do it. <laughs> From the jump, three hundred k. That's off rip, and that's before yeah, we even talk yeah. about. I'm talking my, lump sum, dude. That's before we talk I'm not about talking my, salary. My growth plan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I want a four hundred one k match. I want equity. All right. Anyway, it's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I already said thanks for having. Or well, you know, that's a sentence. Yep. Perfect. Let's start over. Welcome, everyone, to Gavin with John. Uh, uh, I feel like the energy is disjointed. And honestly, guys, I'm here for it. I love it. I feel like we used up all of our talking together has, yesterday. Has anything on this podcast ever been jointed? Yeah, my elbows. But uh, back to you, John. You were saying something? My thumb's double jointed. <laughs> James, what parts of your body have joints? <laughs> Yeah, let's do let's do a schoolhouse rock about uh, the head, human body. shoulders, knees, and toes, <laughs> knees and toes. 
<laughs> for the listener at home, yesterday, the three of us hung out together. We played golf, and then we had a pizza Sunday. As you've come to know, a delightful experience. We did. Yeah. It was the most important religious holiday happening yesterday. Yep. Pizza Sunday. Yep. And next week, is ortho- <laughs> next week is Orthodox Pizza Sunday. Ooh, <laughs> that's fun. We get to wear hats. <laughs> Did the pizza Sunday contribute to my high blood pressure at the cardiologist this morning? Possibly. We'll never know, Johnny. It's There's impossible no way we'll ever know. We also won't know if it contributed to my uh, ear, my bowel distress. So, I mean, who's to say? Guys, this morning these I are Googled, the unanswerable questions. This morning I Googled, if you have pizza the day before, will your blood pressure be high? And it said with certainty, yes. <laughs> no, what no. The, how how bad was it, Johnny? Uh, high, but not it, the uh, the highest it's ever been. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> wait, not the highest wait, it's hey. ever been, or <laughs> no, no, I think the highest it's ever been. But uh, We're hitting new heights, baby. Also, uh, the so I was on my way to the cardiologist this morning, and someone was hit by a train at 14th Street, so they had to reroute us. So I was late, and like they're always like a little bit in, like they tell yeah. you to get there 15 minutes early, and so I was so all can, stressed. Yeah, and then they take my blood pressure. It's that it's that dead guy's fault that your blood pressure is yeah. high, not not your diet or your personal choices. The point of this story is it's not my fault. Correct. Yeah, I I found uh, out that I have a little bit of white coat syndrome, and I'm using that to justify eating like shit. What is uh, white I can't coat help syndrome? it if I go to. I, it means that he's you afraid just, of doctors. Yeah. Because uh, there was a minute where I thought I had truly like exorbitant blood pressure, and it just wound up that I was like nervous at the hospital and stressed from traveling to the hospital in New York. Uh, but also in the years since, definitely just also have blood pressure that I need to get under control. So, well, that's the thing is that they took it, and I said, "This is that guy at 14th Street's fault," and they said, <laughs> "Maybe." Yeah. And then my actual cardiologist came in and they measured it, and it was definitely lower. Yeah. So I'm going back soonish, and I think it'll be much lower. All that to say is. We can't do pizza Sunday the day before cardiologist appointments anymore. Yeah, that's a good. Note. I don't know. That feels like it's your cardiologist's fault. You know, All right. like yeah, yeah. What does he know? The car doctor? Yeah. Pass. Why do Why do cardiologists even have appointments on Mondays? They should only have them on like Wednesdays, so you well, can come down. Well, the next one is on a Wednesday. Perfect. Oh, that's good because then you're coming. You get the you get the come down from the weekend, and it's before you start. Eating like shit at the end of the week because fuck yeah. it, it's the end of the week. You can get you can get two or three salads in before yeah. That's right. When yeah, Wednesday's the healthiest heart day for sure. <laughs> that's true. Every time he comes in the room, he says, "There he is, the man, the myth, the legend." And I don't think that he realizes that he does that every time. Interesting. I wonder if he does, or maybe do you, he does. It would be really cool if he genuinely did that just for you, where everyone else walks in. Hey, here's this piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Or or John's like walking out of the office and he hears him hears it do it to another guy and he just bursts the door and he's like, Hey, I thought I was the myth, the man, the man, the myth, the legend. We can't both be yeah. <laughs> Who's this piece of shit? The point of the story is the Detroit pizza we had yesterday was better than the New York style pizza we had yesterday. It was. It was crazy. You would think pizza from a golf course wouldn't be as good as pizza from an Italian restaurant. But it was way better. Pizza from a golf course and not of the geographic location in which we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy pizza delicious. Pizza from a golf course. Pizza power. <laughs> <laughs> Other than I that. Do think, oh, sorry. Do you think on that topic, I will say, I just thought of this hot take right now. I think, do you think Detroit style pizza is kind of cheating in that it's a little easier to make 
than a thin crust pizza. No, because I think I think the, the <laughs> container I think the container that it's in, I think you can get away with the crust a lot more because it's like a fluffier thing, and you're just dousing the edges in cheese, so you're getting those crispy bits. I think it's a little bit easier. That said. That was really good, and I enjoyed it I'm gonna, so much. I'm going to choose to see this as an attack on my home state. And uh, for this reason, <laughs> you must die. <laughs> I do think there is some merit in what you're saying, in that... Johnny uh, also must die. Yeah, 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 we can both die. That's fine. Uh, yesterday on the golf course, on the ninth hole, James made a declaration and said, if Joe makes this putt, probably a 30-foot putt, a putt that Joe's never made before in his life. Never. <laughs> And he says, Joe makes this putt. John has to stay here on the golf course, and we're not driving him home. And I said, yeah, I'll take that bet. What do I get if I win? And they said, nothing. I'm like, I'll still take that bet. <laughs> and then Joe proceeds to make the putt. Yeah. He I'm buried still, it. My I'm boy buried it. Buried. Is that the best putt you've ever made in your life, Joe? It's top three. Uh, I've made two similar length putts. One was to win uh, the a Masters. fantasy football tournament. <laughs> yeah, one was, one was to defeat John Rahm at the Masters. Um, and one was playing with Amanda's dad and his friend at Duke's golf course. Um, is this before or after you threw the club? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. We had a lovely time. We had a great time golfing. We had a great time eating pizza. We did not have a good time at the cardiologist. That's the, <laughs> that's the gist. What, uh, what else have y'all been eating? Um, apparently just pure salt in my sleep. <laughs> Emily's been salting me in my sleep. <laughs> You've been just licking potato chips and putting them back in the bag. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I didn't really have anything super exciting food-wise because we traveled and then it was kind of just like a busy week. Um, but I did – your boy had a three-salad week last week, which – I mean, pretty wild, you know. Talk pretty about good. Heart healthy. Yeah, my lunch, my lunches during the week, three of them salads. I'm basically the healthiest man alive. I should go to the cardiologist and yeah. fight him. <laughs> yeah. If you get perfect, if you get a 120 over 80 blood pressure, you should get to punch your doctor. A hundred percent. Just a real quick, oh, right in the yeah. gut. Oh, you go the gut punch. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, or you do that thing where you like fake to his face, like, oh, what? <laughs> and see if he flinches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You flinched. Now you have to eat a tablespoon of salt. <laughs> uh, Amanda is currently doing Whole30 this month, which means that I am doing a Whole30 by proxy. And uh... <laughs> yeah, it's all fun and games when someone else makes your food until they go on a health kick, and then it's a fucking nightmare. Well, and then you forget how how much that changes how your body reacts to things and eat eight slices of pizza without any <laughs> water or vegetables oh, yeah. for the rest of the day <laughs> uh, but otherwise it it's been great we've been eating some pretty cool meals uh we just had pretty cool meals <laughs> that's the name of your first book <laughs> pretty cool meals it's just for middle of the road guys who don't know what they're doing uh yeah it's been nice we had, Chipotle, we had homemade Chipotle bowls tonight. I've been eating nothing of consequence either, so let's move <laughs> on. But you're about to eat things of consequence in a faraway land. I'm going to Colombia on Thursday, and I'm going to eat lots of ceviche and all yeah. kinds of fun things. Because I'll South tell you Carolina all about it is, later. is famous for its ceviche. 
That's right. Going to Columbia, South Carolina, home of the Gamecocks. <laughs> uh, should we talk about uh, WandaVision? Sure. Yeah. Didn't see it. Didn't love it. I Ooh. enjoyed it. We have three very different takes. Perfect. Johnny, yeah. do you want to explain yours first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing is that if you like superhero movies, you're a child. <laughs> you do your uh, take now. And I'm going to say that uh, WandaVision was fine. I was annoyed by s- chunks of it. And uh, I thought Captain Han was great. And then I thought a lot of the rest of it could have been, you know, it could we could have shortened that all to maybe, I'm going to say, three or four episodes. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, as much as I did end up enjoying it, I hated the first few episodes because the whole thing is built around it being like a 1950s sitcom. And boy, do they really make it a 1950s sitcom for two of those whole episodes. Yeah. And it really makes you realize how bad 1950s sitcoms were. They were yeah. just annoying. But I ended up enjoying it. I thought the story was interesting. And it, 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 it I think it ends up paying off. But you're right. They probably could have chopped it down to if it was six episodes or eight episodes, it could have been six or four or whatever but um remind me of the premise why is it a 1950s sitcom because wanda lost her mind because her husband vision died at the end game so she created this entire alternate reality that was like idyllic so she she took over this town with her mind her mind the show's all in her mind correct but it's like in her like she she essentially made an alternate reality in this dome that she's projecting in this town in new jersey Johnny, James explaining all this kind of only further solidifies your initial point. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is where I, I watched the superhero movies up until Endgame. And then this, I think, is where it lost me. Because I tried, I was on a plane and I put on Doctor Strange and it started, I checked like three times to make sure I didn't accidentally start in the middle of the movie. Because it started <laughs> and I was lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, this was, I think this was... Is this the first or the second it's TV the show? The f- it's the one of the first couple, at least. This was it very like much Marvel. Key. Yeah, Marvel has started feeling like that scene. Um, you know, I love Lucy with the chocolates and the conveyor belt. Yeah, like, like the I'm first thing came out, and I was oh, like, okay, I got this. One, yeah, WandaVision came out. I was like, okay, and then it starts picking up speed, and then there's the. Hawkeye and it's a Christmas show and it was what the fuck and now there's all these other Moon Knight and all this crap Captain and I was like America, I don't even I can't, yeah, I, I, Loki, I'm like, done I'm out I yeah. give up I'm just, yeah it's over I, I, I'm, I'm so lost what happened t- to small budget films you know what I mean yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah when I are want, they gonna <laughs> <laughs> when are they gonna make an indie superhero movie that's what I want when are right. they gonna let Woody Allen direct a Marvel movie huh yeah, yeah. When are they going to let him make a worse, like a, the worst combination of things? A Marvel movie directed by Woody Allen. Truly, <laughs> truly terrible. All these superhero movies, there's no way you can make a film like Radio today, you know? <laughs> I would love to see. This is not, this is just the thing I'm going to, was going to say anyway, and I'm going to breeze past that. Uh, genuinely think it would be hilarious to see a Wes Anderson version of a Marvel movie. Uh, because I think I would enjoy the way it was made. I think I think he's. I think it would be great. I think it would be fantastic. Right. It would be a begrudgingly awesome movie because yeah. it would be a breath of fresh air, which yes. is weird to consider. Wes, if you're tired of Wes Anderson's stick, I get it. But his oeuvre on that bullshit would be fun. 
would, anyway. Would he would he have the existing Marvel characters, or would he patch the Marvel characters onto his roster 100% of actors? So it would be like Jason Schwartzman is now Ant Man, right? And <laughs> Bill Bill Murray is Iron Man, and things like things like yeah, that. I think right, it's right. that. Yeah, right. that, would be, it, that would be very fun. <laughs> yeah, Ray Fiennes is Thor. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chalamet is now Spider Man. Ooh, it's exciting. Ooh. Actually. Yeah. I feel like Wes Anderson would flip it, and he'd probably have Timothy Chalamet be like Black Widow Hulk? or something. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's Hulk would be fucking amazing. <laughs> I think we're onto something here. Uh, anyway, a good time. yeah, WandaVision yeah. is fine. It, yeah, all Marvel that to say, if you like, down. yeah, if you like Marvel, it's fun. If you don't like Marvel, don't waste your don't fucking bother. time. Yeah, right. Just you know, uh, go read a book or whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> watch Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, you ever see Seinfeld? Now that's a I, smart show. Pretty good show. I'm currently uh, watching it through all the way for the first time. I've seen probably every episode, but just like in patchwork. So I'm just right. doing a whole run through. Um, and season seven, it's fantastic. And it's also wild how many uh, characters don't show up until late. Like P- Jay Peterman and Jackie Childs, uh, both like season seven or late six additions to the show. It's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Wild. Well, anyway. let's talk about the food from WandaVision. He makes all kinds of 50s treats, and they look, uh, for the most part, not great. Yeah, it was a gross decade, the 50s. It really was. And, like, man, everyone back then had to have just either the worst diarrhea or poop once a week. Like, this, right. th- th- the there other. was just so much butter and nothing. It's weird that Good. we it's weird that we nuked someone else and then our diet went nuclear. You know what I mean? Like everything about eating in the fifties was like the boys are back home and they're gonna be hungry for slop. We've got to figure out what to do with all this excess. And they right. just like mint jelly is part of your diet now. Yeah, it's it's funny seeing like what passed as like aspirational. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. At the same time, like we had yet to like industrialize everything, so I feel like. The fact that things were less processed, they were probably eating so much more butter and cream, but their bodies were probably still healthier because they had never even heard of like a purple Dorito. Well, yeah, no, sure. they were gonna, yeah, they were gonna die of like heart disease, whereas we're gonna die of cancer. There's a, yeah, it's like a yeah, big, yeah, yeah. big difference. Yeah, yeah ours yeah, yeah, has yeah. less syllables. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, the whole thing feels like people with more free time, disposable income, and access to different foods than they've ever had. And so we're just going to kind of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Oh, we have access to lobster now. What if we took it out and then put it back in the shell and there's cheese now? Is that right. anything? Can we get, if we give a name that sounds like an AC unit, is that going to help? Yeah. So what we're looking at here, what Babish makes is lobster thermidor, uh, beef pies. Is that what they were called? Yeah. Uh, Mincemeat minced turnovers. Mincemeat minced turnovers. turnovers. And then we had uh, chicken a la king. Smashed potatoes and then steak Diane with a mint jelly. So this is like a lot of food. This might be one of his that's not like a feast. One yeah. of the more he made three different things. Yeah, and I think the last few episodes have been shorter, and now it kind of makes sense why. Because it was like yeah. this was a massive undertaking. Yeah, he yeah. even I don't know why he undertook to make his own puff pastry, or did not he necessary. use that? Did he use that as a basics episode maybe yeah it I was think, that's why i fast forwarded through it 
Got it. it was, well, I was going to say the footage made you think that it was like from a different episode, but he's wearing all the same stuff. So he probably did use it twice. Yeah, but. I think he I think he shot a basics episode on how to make puff pastry and that was that and then just fast cuz I mean mercifully fast forwarded through it so we didn't have to see him make any freaking dough which was tight. <laughs> um Yeah, you were stoked that we didn't see any oh, dough. Oh, I was so pumped. Um but yeah, there was just a lot. Oh, in no, this. because because the um the video that he links to when he's making puff pastry is the room service beef Wellington from Mad Men. So that's where he's saying you can learn how to make puff pastry. So I think he really just makes puff pastry and zooms through it. Wow. So there's even more work in this. Like, this Damn. is a long episode. It would have been Ugh. twice as long as if, if he had made puff pastry the entire time. Which anyone who's ever watched Great British Bake Off will tell you, just buy it from the store. You don't need to make it. No, do a rough puff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Philo is the other one that's like, don't bother trying to make it. Just buy it. Right. So, yeah, the first thing he does is makes a puff pastry in record time. We're at, like, minute mark 104 when the puff pastry is done, and it's an 11-minute video. So you know a lot's coming. The thing that he spends time on first that he makes is mint jelly, and he makes it in a mold, and boy, does it not He look said it good. was savory, yeah, too, which uh, is... A savory mint jelly mint? just sounds right. awful. You ever have mint jelly with lamb? Like, that was a big thing. I'm trying to think. I don't think I know. I remember we had it growing up, and I didn't love it. And then I the had, more I think about it now, I was like, yeah. I, I had mint, like, some crushed mint in a, like, minced lamb dish, which was, like, a nice... It was, like, a, a whisper of mint versus... I feel like this is a whole fucking scream of mint. <laughs> like, not necessarily no, yeah. worthwhile. Savory jellies are not... My thing. No. Doesn't sound yeah. great. A, a hot pepper jelly is great. Yeah, but that oh, but yeah, that's okay, still that's, that's good, still a still sweet, sweet thing. It's like it yeah, it's, you yeah, use it you use out. it basically the same way you would use a sweet jelly. Like cuz I remember one time I had growing up Sure. It was in France. I had Yeah, it was like Ooh. a Yeah. I, listen, I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. I'm uh <laughs> you know, all those things. Um it was a it was like a rabbit dish. It was like a stewed rabbit, but on top, on top of the entire thing was this clear gelatin that was like the saltiest thing I've ever had. It was no, not no, thank you. Delicious. Mm-mm. No, no, oh, I didn't no, like really? it because it was it was the cons- yeah. Oh well, no, 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 it aspect. wasn't mint. It was the consistency of Jello, but it was like tasted like salt water almost. <laughs> it was salt water not- Jello. No, Did you get the beach? Not my thing. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think that's fair. The whole, the whole, yeah. the whole mint jellies and steak Diane thing. Steak Diane also a great way to ruin a steak. What is steak a steak Diane. Diane? I think it's just that it's a steak cooked in like a like first and then seared, cooked in its own sauce, finished in a cream sauce. Yeah, yeah. A pan-fried beef steak with a sauce made from the seasoned pan juices. I, it's not. It's like pretty similar to a steak au poivre without tons of pepper. I think it could yeah. be good. It's like just a steak with a sauce. But there's something visually about seeing a creamy sauce cover a steak and then that being the visual. That Where it's like glazed bad. almost. Yeah. No, Pass. thank you. It was invented it, it, in New oh. Orleans. Oh, so, so that's I bet the steak Diane. uh i bet it would be very good i I think this is the type of thing like i've had steak with cream sauces before that are great i think it's just visually unappealing two of the first three results 
uh, Stake Diane by Emeril Lagasse. Bam. Yeah, love it. And Stake Diane recipe from Guy Fieri. Oh, wait, I was wrong. It says most likely invented in London in the 1930s. Well, which is it, Johnny? Perfected, I'm sure. Well, you know, I just don't know. Recipe courtesy of Guy Fieri. Thank you for pronouncing his name. Level easy. Pairs well with a Cabernet. Anyway, uh, yeah, I this was this looked just okay to me. So the other let's let's go through all. So that he makes a chicken di- uh, sorry chicken a la king, which is just like a chicken pot pie filling. This looks pretty good. I bet it's nice. And I tell you what, they call it chicken a la king, but visually it looks more like a chicken a la commoner. You know what I mean? Mm, looks looks wow. like it looks like a pauper's meal. Yeah. And then the beef mince popovers, he makes like a beef stew and then puts it in the same puff pastry dough. Yeah. Oh, and the so chicken. So we're really looking at. Sorry, the chicken ala king he put in volavance. Yeah. For... So he puts those in puff pastry too. A lot of puff mm-hmm. pastry going around in this episode. Yeah. Uh, the uh, lobster thermidor, I think, looks like my least favorite, just destroying lobster. That that looks like a white liquid theory case in point. Because yeah, there's a bechamel made. A... He makes a warm, gloopy white sauce and covers the lobster, and then they cover it in cheese. Like cheese, a white sauce, and yeah, lobster. Yeah, it seems like, like one of those things that would be just as good if you made it with that, like, cheap. It, it's like a. You ever get seafood salad? Like, yeah, imitation it's like crab. that. It, it, yeah. You could make it right. with that imitation crab or cod meat or whatever, and it would be just as good, and you could say it's lobster thermidor, and people would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Right. It looks so yeah, unnecessary. It, I have the same feelings about like a lobster mac and cheese. I've had it and it's been good, but I would so much just rather have a lobster tail with nothing on it. Yeah, just dunk it in butter and do your thing. Yeah. Right. I don't think you need it to be in mac and cheese. I don't think you need it to be served inside itself, like reconfigured like a twice-baked potato. Just not necessary. And Babish does agree. When he's eating it, he says, this is conceptually wrong. (laughs) I think was the phrase he used. Right. Again, it is an era where people are throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks and see if they can invent the next great American fuck-up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final thing that he makes is smashed potatoes that go with the chicken a la king. And these look great. They look like just crispy, roasted potatoes, and they look delightful. Arguably the MVP of this whole preparation. Because that, yeah, so I think, puts is... It all... Sorry. I, I think that is the only thing that anyone still makes with any regularity here. He puts it all on three plates, and one of them is lobster thermidor with the mincemeat pies. One of them is the chicken a la king with the potatoes, and one of them is the steak Diane. Which, yeah. if you can only eat one plate, which one are you eating? I'm eating the chicken a la king yeah, with the potatoes. Yeah, I'm probably doing the same thing. Yeah, and then a close second for me would be the steak Diane, because you don't need to eat yeah, the mint jelly I would just, with it, I would, which looks weird. I would just like, get that mint jelly on my fork in one piece and just put it on a napkin on the na- next to me and then just add that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'd, pr- I'd probably fling it at Wanda and make her use her powers to do something with it, you know? <laughs> Your husband's dead! And I throw it at her, you know? Is that true? Oh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched all 30 Marvel movies. (laughs) Does he come back? I feel like he probably comes back in some capacity. Uh, Uh, Well, Paul Bettany is never far from our hearts or minds. I don't uh, believe he does because I think the whole thing is just about dealing with loss. Mm, So maybe you just need to watch the film Wimbledon again. (laughs) Did Did you guys know where the name Lobster Thermidor came from? No. 
Yeah, it's when a lobster got so cold that... Um, <laughs> no, I have no idea. Uh, in January 1891, the play Thermidor by Victorian Sardou opened up in the Comédie Française Theater. The play took its name from a summer month in the French Republican calendar, during which the Thermidorian reaction in 1794 occurred, overthrowing Robespierre and ending the reign of terror. The point is, it's French as hell and sounds like air conditioning. Yeah. This is a very long episode. Overall, though, I enjoyed watching it. It was very entertaining from tail to tip. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he did so much. He did enough where it's like you get your money, you get your money's worth for something like this, where it's like we're going to try a bunch of shit. There's not really anything to like revamp. If you were to do an episode on one of each of these and maybe try to like, you know, improve on food from the 50s, I think that would also be interesting. But I thought this yeah, was great. It was, I agree. It was very good and very involved. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we correspond with a coward? Sure. Let's do it. So we teased it last week. Uh, our old pal D is back. Uh, shout out. Uh, D's writing to us about the perfect meal, which we've discussed uh, anywhere from 10 to 40 episodes ago. Who knows? Always welcome. Uh, yeah. Could be anything. D says, boys parentheses men dot 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 well it's been a long time since y'all asked about this but my perfect meal is as follows i'm no longer vegetarian as i now eat sea meats hey d, d welcome back into the fold from the boys <laughs> thank you for waiting to, re- to reach back out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. some sort of meat again <laughs> uh she uh, d is having sparkling water um the bread is uh, the dark kind from Outback Steakhouse paired with the sweet Ooh. butter from Texas Roadhouse, which Ooh. I think is the second time that someone has, has had a bread paired with the Texas uh, The Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse butter. butters. Crazy. I love that you're going... I love that you're making the uh, the prison guard when you're on death row go to two different <laughs> chain restaurants. Though. I think that's fantastic. If, if I'm doing anything, I'm making the prison guard go to every possible oh, yeah. chain restaurant. Yeah. Uh, Wait in line. Order when you get there. Well, God, yeah, no. Those the Outback, those the dark bread from Outback is really good, and it makes you feel like you're in Lord of the Rings. And I love that it's definitely called dark bread. It's not a specific type of like flour. Just brown brown bread. bread. I don't know. It's and it's like a dark in color. I don't know. Right. It's like I think it's a honey wheat technically. Joe, shut up. Uh, Stop it. Shut up, guys. I am smart, and I'm over six feet tall. (laughs) Now. D goes on to say, my appetizer would be the spicy mussels I got at Disney World in February. Ooh. Best food I had there, and it wasn't even fucking close. That place and all of its foodstuffs varying in quality and portion size would suck way less if it simply cost several less dollars. D, from your lips to God's ears. Spicy, can I, I, do we know, I don't, since I don't like mussels, by spicy mussels, are they prepared spicily, or are they... Just is it just that you put hot sauce on them? I'm sure they're prepared spicily. The mussels that Amanda gets at uh, Red Hook Tavern um, are like in a spicy. So they're sauce. cooked. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe so. Yeah, they take the ocean uh, from the ocean. They put a lot of Tabasco in there, so the mussels yeah. grow. Ooh, in a I like that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, they they have to come from the Tabasco region of the ocean. Otherwise, they're That's just right. spicy mussels. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ha- yeah, having recently attended Disney World, the f- the food variance mm-hmm. is pretty wild. I 
was lucky that Amanda, as a tour guide, was able to be like, get this, not this, because the rest of this sucks. But, like, yeah, if you're going in cold without any sort of tour guide involved, you're going to wind up eating some shit food. That's going to cost $40. Um, and then D's main. My main meal would have to be a thick slab of salmon with crispy skin. Prepared mm. kind of the standard way, I guess. Lemony and herby. Uh, That's what I had for dinner tonight, and it always hits. It's I love yeah the crispy, salmon with the crispy skin. skin. Oh man, that's I took that. I went over that. The, that salmon I had was one of the best meals I've ever had in my life up in upstate New York. Unbelievable. Truly. Yes. Um, if they ask me how I would like prepared, I will not know what to say because I don't know how the preparedness <laughs> system yes. works for fish, and I don't go to restaurants <laughs> enough to figure it out. Fish scares Side me, and I will get defensive and turn it on the waiter. <laughs> What does the start... chef recommend? That's a fun question. <laughs> yeah. Start foaming at the mouth on death row. <laughs> uh, side would be a rich, fluffy, wild mushroom Ooh. risotto. Ooh. And now, the mush- for the mushrooms to be wild, they do have to also be rabbit, yes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, right. it's like yeah. uh, when, they, when and... chefs make puffer fish. They have to prepare it just right, yeah. otherwise you die from rabies. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild mushroom risotto. Uh, mushrooms that were raised by wolves. Uh, the beverage of choice is an Arizona Arnold Palmer served in a chilled glass with one spherical ice cube that, when I'm finished with the drink, I will gnaw on uh, as part of the meal. That oh, is that, interesting. You lost me on that. Chewing ice, oh, it makes my bones rattle. Okay. No, not oh. me. I love to chew ice. Chewing on a circle, though, is difficult. You got to have yeah. some corners to, it's, to gnaw well, onto. You're going to look like Ed, Ed, and Eddie when they have no, a jawbreaker. No, but I think it's just going to, like, your I think, I think D has, has a, like, a plan because any spherical ice, if you've ever had it with, like, whiskey or anything, there's always, there's, there's a, there's a port, like, in the Death Star. There's always a weak spot that, that forms yeah. an <laughs> angle that you can, you can get a tooth nice. on or get your lips around. And then, I, yeah. Sure. Right. You have to be I, a really experienced yeah. climber to see it, though, so you can find that foothold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going, not to uh, rain on Dee's parade here, I'm going with that, I'm just going to call it the good ice. And whatever that means for anyone, that's the ice <laughs> that I'm talking about. It, for me, it's like the little pellets, the like, oh, the, like no, chewy no, pellets of ice. Because they, they sneak but, past uh, your defenses, you can't get as much liquid as you want. No, 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 no. I want a, a bucket big, of that. clear cube, the kind I make every <laughs> single day. <laughs> <laughs> you do love the big, clear cube. Oh, I sure uh, do. And then D's dessert. For dessert, I want fried green ice, gra- fried green tea ice cream that won't Ooh. give me a tummy ache. Now, interesting to specify that won't give me a tummy ache here. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you need to take some lactate, D. Um, or also, yeah, again, yeah, as part of, it's going to be your last meal. I guess it's perfect. We did, this is perfect meal. This isn't last meal, is it? Or was it last meal? Sure. I, you know, I think no, it's perfect it's meal. Fun to, it's fun to pretend that whoever's eating yeah, this yeah, is yeah. in prison. Uh, yeah. if, you're, if you're about and to you die anyway, go who out gives shit. a crap about a stomachache? I'm going until I burst. That's <laughs> actually how I'm going to die, is that they're not going to have to execute me because my stomach exploded and I'm dead on the floor. Assuming right, but, they, per, but perfect meal does inspire a different... If you're thinking of this as, yeah, oh, I have to yeah, live tomorrow. Yeah, that's fair. You do, yeah, yeah. do it different. <laughs> yeah. Perfect meal versus meal I think Yeah, I think this was, I think this was perfect meal because it had, like, sparkling and white, yeah. like, sparkling and flat water. And no, it ice. was. And there was yeah, location yeah, yeah. involved, yada, yada. Uh, fried green tea ice cream. 
I don't know that I've it ever had great. fried ice cream. You've never had fried ice cream? Oh, oh, Joey, no. you would I know. love it. What? I know, guys. You're the. I you know. are the target a, demographic that they made this for. Stop yelling um, at it's me. It's wonderful. I don't know how they make it everywhere. The place I had, they just roll like they roll it in cornflakes and then they like flash fry it. It was wonderful, delicious. Yeah. Interesting. This looks like I'm gonna eat it tomorrow. Secretly hiding <laughs> from my life. I'm gonna go find a carnival. Um. Uh, D, that's a good. D says that's it and that's all. I have an iPhone. D, yeah, D, that's you, a D. great meal. Also, D, uh, I don't know if you partake in the drink. I cannot recommend highly enough putting a splash of vodka in that Ar- Arnold Palmer. Uh, it's a truly, truly oh, wonderful sure. drink. Arnie Palmy's, if but for the sugar content, that's why is, you get the light, dude. You, know, you got to get the light, and then there's yeah. less sugar yeah. content, and then you feel truly. great. Two of those, two. I wish they would do that. Big ass glasses of those with some vodka in them in the summer. Ooh, you're flying, baby. I wish they would do that with their other offerings because I would love like a low sugar grape aid or watermelonade from Arizona. Would be nice to have. Just saying, if anyone out there works for Arizona, you can get me a 99 cent can of a light sugar grape aid. Uh, send it to gammingwithbabbage at gmail.com. Send yes, it through please. the internet, please. We love you. Uh, just a heads up, we do have more emails from D forthcoming. It's going to be a D heavy couple weeks. I'm very April, excited about it. April's Shout out D, D month. Yo, Daypril. Daypril? No, D-pril? it doesn't work. No, no, no. April. First idea. That's First very idea, true. <laughs> Daypril. <laughs> Guys! If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at GabbaBab on Twitter. We're GabbaBabish on Instagram. If you want to send us uh, emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, please send those to GabbaBabish at gmail.com. Send me fried ice cream. Good night.